Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You're listening to Underground USA. Welcome back to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. Be sure to check out everything we do at undergroundusa.com. Sign up for the new mail out. It comes directly to your email inbox and is available 24-7-365 at undergroundusa.com. Here's this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce as broadcast on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks to over 2 million people each and every night across the world. Right now, from the panhandle of Florida, we have Mr. UndergroundUSA.com himself, and that would be none other than Frank Salvato. Mr. Captain. Yay! I'm enjoying the basky warm temperatures here at the moment, 55 degrees, thank you, gang, uh, because come Sunday morning, the bottom drops out of it. Yeah, we're going to have another another wave here. And if you're cold down there, chances are it's going to be very cold where I am, too. You're going to be freezing your tootsies off. But you're hey. not But you're not going to be shoveling snow because I just got done talking to our friend Chris Markowski, and he's going to be on the borderline of either one foot, two foot, or three foot of snow, depending on where, where that thing decides to settle in. Yeah, I I don't miss those days at all. No, so, sir. You, you you enjoy yourself. Yep. I moved to Florida for a reason. Yep. No, <laughs> sir. Thank you very much. You got it. Well, Frank, I'm going to start with something a little unique right here. Um, the president's approval rating in Georgia is now at 34%, a state that he managed to flip back in 2020. Well, it's going to flip back to where it's supposed to be this time, but... Um, that prompted Stacey Abrams to say, well, I have a scheduling conflict. Now, today, he's going to he's going to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you have the leading candidate for governor, the Democrat, leading Democrat for Senate uh, uh, running, and they both said, oh, oh, we have scheduling problems. We won't be able to make it because his numbers in Pennsylvania have dropped 16% in the last two months. Both of them are meeting with Stacey Abrams, obviously, uh-huh. with their, their scheduling conflict. He's he's radioactive. The guy has done nothing. Everything he's touched turns to garbage. Yep. And he is probably the most divisive president, even more so than Barack Obama. Now, I didn't think that was no, possible. I didn't either. Mm-mm. So he might as well just stay in Washington or go back to Delaware for the weekends because I don't think there's going to be anybody, including the radically far left, who are going to want to campaign with him if there's even a remote possibility that there's going to be a challenge at the poll in November. Right. And that 33% in Georgia, I believe, was it 33 or 36%? That's being generous. Mm-hmm. And and we really do have to question whether he flipped that state or not after all of the nefarious stuff that was happening down there. I don't care what that's right. Rustenberger says. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, his popularity today, a year into his presidency, really does support the uh, the examination of that election a year ago. So Now, you mentioned the uh, radical uh, part of the Democratic Party. I will tell you that uh, a not-so-radical congressman out of South Carolina who probably got Joe Biden the nomination by endorsing him in that state and turned his fortunes around, uh, said that uh, uh, he'd do it again. Uh, but here's the deal. He admitted he demanded Joe Biden uh, honor his uh, Supreme Court request by nominating a black female judge to the Supreme Court, or else he would get no endorsement from Mr. James Clyburn. Quite honestly, when you look at the Congressional Black Caucus, which Clyburn is on, they do, and this is, this is not a racist statement, it's just a fact. Every time something comes up like this, they tend to gratuitously demand that someone from their caucus or, or someone who would support their caucus gets the nod. You know, now, are there qualified black women to, to be sitting in the Supreme Court? Obviously. There, there's qualified people up and down the line. But this is, you know, once again, this is a political move. It's They've made it racist, though, in doing what they're doing. Of course they did. Mm-hmm. Any, anytime, you, anytime a qualification is skin color, it's racist. Mm-hmm. This, this idea that, they, that, that people could redefine what racism means and, and that black people can't be racist is one of the biggest fallacies that have ever been floated on the American people. If you're looking at people through the lens of skin color, that's employing racism. Mm-hmm. Now, I've said this before, and I'll say it till the day I die when it comes to an appointment to any position, including the Supreme Court. It's got to be about qualification. Mm-hmm. Will they defend the Constitution? Do they understand the Constitution? Will, will they make decisions based on the Constitution? We okay. don't want a politically activist court. Okay, hold that thought, folks. We're coming back with more with Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Don't go anywhere. This is Kyle Warren, the professor of politics. There's more of the Captain's America Third Watch coming up right after this short break. Stay right there. Handcrafted exotic blend teas at the lowest shipping cost anywhere. Hi, I'm CJ, owner of the Emerald Coast Tea Company. We ship our premium gourmet blends with Sindel, offering you the lowest shipping prices anywhere, while also being carbon neutral. Excellent tea at the right price. Check us out at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mom's tea. Insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. Online at TheAnswerSarasota.com. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. All righty, we will do it. And thank you very much, Frank. And by the way, folks, hardly a week. Ever goes by when I don't get a call from Sean at Moss Nissan up in Newport, Richie, asking me to come and meet one of my listeners that just bought a new Nissan. Their goal is to be the best in the nation. Check them all online at Moss, M-A-U-S, Nissan.com. Don't forget to tell them the captain sent you. All right. 
Back to Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. And you were making a point. We were talking about the racism involved in uh, what the Democrats are up to here. Yeah, the ejection of, pol- of pol- politics into the judiciary has done nothing but not serve the American people. Mm-hmm. It can't be about skin color. It can't be about gender. It has to be about qualifications. When you, when you get to be nominated for the highest court in the land, your duty is to provide the answer to whether something is constitutional or not. Not whether it is satisfies social justice. Not, not about preferred outcome of, of judgment so to fit a narrative. It is about whether it, it exists in the boundary of constitutionalism or not. And we've gotten away from that in a dramatic style in recent years with the activism coming out of the Supreme Court. As recently as Obamacare is something that was a political and social justice outcome to a question that was purely constitutional. Uh, we saw it again in the 2020 general election when they refused to intervene on a question of constitutionalism when it came to how five states, executive branches, usurped the U.S. Constitution and federal election law. So the people that sit on that bench are the defenders of constitutionalism. I know there's there's a black female out there somewhere that is probably overqualified to be sitting on that bench. I hope that Joe Biden picks her if, in fact, the litmus test for him is it needs to be a black female. But skin color and gender, they're not a prequalification for understanding the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. This is where meritocracy has to exist. And because it's politicized, Clyburn, in any other day, if the U.S. House of Representatives was being run by people who had ethics, mm-hmm. he would be called on the carpet and reprimanded for wanting to put a litmus test of race and gender on an appointment to the United States Supreme Court. Now, we've got a comment from Fred down in Fort Lauderdale. And good morning to you, Fred. He says, anything based upon race or skin color or gender is discrimination and really an unlawful act to announce it in advance. They are highly there are highly qualified women of color in both parties. They just aren't all Democrats. Well, absolutely, and it shouldn't enter into it. Right. If you're an elected, if you're an elected official, it should be about your fidelity to the service of your constituents. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be about your gender or your race, and you shouldn't be wearing it on your sleeve. It's not a prerequisite for office, no matter what party you're in. And quite honestly, when you go back to the to George Washington's farewell address, he warned about the politicization of, of our governmental system. Mm-hmm. The, the political parties are not a prerequisite to office. They aren't. It's, you don't have to be one or the other to be qualified to run for office and be elected. We have to start understanding that the political parties are just that. They're organizations that happen to be political, but they're two political parties. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a member to be elected to anything. The same way you don't have to be a black woman to be qualified to, to be nominated to the U.S. Supreme Court. So you want to get back to good? Stop with the racism. Stop with the gender discrimination. Stop with the politicization of our government. Politics is not government. We need to get back to government over politics. Mm -hmm. And I won't see that in my lifetime, I guarantee you.
Yeah, you're probably right. Okay, let's uh, let's mention something here about these uh, at-home COVID tests. Now, for some strange reason, all the at-home COVID tests that are being distributed, as well as all the N95 masks, every one of them has come from China. Yeah, well, you know, it's a one-stop shop. You can get the virus, you can get the test, you can get the mask. And anybody who doesn't see that there's something very, very wrong about this propaganda campaign is 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 not looking at this straight. You've got doctors testifying before Congress that they did use hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, and they have a 99.99% survival and success rate. Sure do. Yet those, the FDA still says you can't use those to treat COVID. Mm-hmm. So there is something dramatically wrong in this, especially since, inde- since indemnity has been built into to the vaccines for the big pharma that came up with the with the vaccines that are preferred by our institutions over things that have been proven to work around the world. Now we're finding out that we have a stealth variant coming out. It's stealth. It's so stealth that you may not even know you have it. Mm -hmm. Are we that stupid? Well, then again, I do see people in masks in their cars with the (laughs) windows rolled up and face shields. So I guess a big portion of us are. Yeah. Frank, i got to talk about something. By the way, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay, because what I'm going to talk about right now is going to take up the rest of this segment. Um, folks, we have a war on cops that's not going away. We the people, we, America first, we the people, need to stand up for our brothers of the badge, the brothers and sisters in blue, because we've had multiple officers, officers shot in a 48-hour span this week across the country which is totally, totally wrong. And we need to step up and do something about it. We need to demand that these people that are in office uh, pass legislation or, or certainly give the money back to the police to do what they need to do. You know, the mayor of New York, say what you want about him, he did bring back this week the detective uh, unit, the plainclothes detective unit, to get out there in the street and start scurrying to figure out where these crooks and these guns are coming from and whatnot. Because, uh, you know, I've been there, you've been there. You can walk on any street corner almost uh, in any big city and say, hey, man, I need a piece. You can help me out. And within minutes, you'll have one. The defund the police movement was completely irresponsible, and people who support it need to be called out as the idiots that they are. You don't call an activist when someone has a gun in your face. You call a police officer. When, yep. when violence is happening to you, you don't call a, a, a social justice activist. You call a police officer. You'll call your elected official. You call a police officer. When you're in danger, you call 911 in the hopes that a police officer will respond to save you. To, mm-hmm. to treat them the way we have them has been just shameful. All right. Hold on to that thought, folks. We're coming right back with more with Frank Silvato from the undergroundusa.com website. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. The most listened to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army. It's 2 o'clock in the morning and news breaks. When you need to know, the place to go from 2 to 6 a.m. is the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. I'll see you there. AM 930, 
The Answer. All right, back to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Frank, you know, I get so wound up when it comes to this uh, police and fire stuff because we were so intertwined, the police and the fire agencies, over the years that uh, you feel for one another when things happen. Firefighters go down, the police show up. Police go down, the firefighters show up, et cetera, et cetera. But this is ridiculous. I was just looking at this chart. Seven officers in a 72-hour period were shot across America. Two of them died. The rest uh, so far are living. Uh, It looks like they'll all make it, but it's questionable with a couple of them. But unbelievable. Yeah, it is a brotherhood. You know, there's a friendly rivalry between cops and firemen. That's because firemen are better than cops, right? Okay, go ahead. (laughs) We put our check in the right box. That's right. But, uh, but, you know, it's we're there for each other in, in the line of duty and in service to the people. We, we complement each other, and we need each other to, to make, make the world a safer place for everybody in, in emergency situations and beyond. Um, the, the fact that there are elements of our society that have emboldened the people who would shoot at police officers is not only irresponsible, frankly, I find it sickening. When you look at what the Black Lives Matter movement did, they say it's because there's systemic racism in the police department. The numbers just don't bear that out. It's a lie. It's it's a blatant lie. Right. Are there bad cops? Yeah. Are there bad firemen? Yeah. Are there bad white people? Are there bad black people? Are there bad Hispanic people? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mm-hmm. But you don't embolden the nefarious factors of these demographics to go out and take aim at people who go to work every day to defend the innocent when they come into danger and an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. You just don't. And that's what BLM did. They said, you know what? If if you're a black gangbanger, it's okay to go ahead and take a shot at a cop because we're desensitizing the people of the United States to cops being shot by saying, you know, cops are bad. Well, you know what? Cops aren't bad. No. We need them. Yep. That's what ke- that's what helps to keep order in our society so that law-abiding citizens can go to work without fear. Absolutely. And right now, because we've handcuffed them with these ridiculous standard operating procedures that are coming out of our, of our urban areas to the point where an officer can't even unholster his weapon, even if the assailant has a gun, mm-hmm. you know, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. No one feels safe. I grew up in Chicago. When I go up there to visit, the people I know that used to go into the city because they loved it refuse to go in because they say it's too dangerous to go into the city. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something's got to change, starting with the SOPs. You're right. Now, uh, of all people to get in on the Canadian truckers' protests that they've got going on about the, the shots and the masks and this, that, and the other and all, some other things, um, Elon Musk from Tesla has sent support to the Canadian uh, truckers. And uh, he's spoken up and he said Joe Biden is treating the Americans like fools after the president met with GM Ford uh, uh, execs on their electric cars talking about, well, we got to go electric, everything's going to be electric. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Everything in this country still revolves around the almighty barrel of oil. And, and, And here's a guy who would benefit if electric vehicles were actually mandated saying this. So maybe we should listen to this. You know, you and I have said this for many years. 
I'm all for a clean environment. I'm also for, hey, if you could make alternative energy so that we can make sure the environment is clean, I'm all for it, too. Right? Uh, it needs to come when it's efficient and affordable, though. Mm-hmm. You don't look at something that's going to destroy an economy and say, we're going to mandate that for, for political and ideological purposes because this is the way we want it to be. That's not free market capitalism. That's fascism. And, and this is where we are today. I've said this increasingly over the, over the last year. People need to understand the definition of fascism because we're living it. Mm-hmm. Every yep. time the, the Biden administration and Congress talks about the private sector mandating this, and we want the private sector to do that, and you see the private sector start to do it, that is public-private partnership, which equals fascism. Know your history, people. Joe mm-hmm. Biden's administration is not Democrat. It's not progressive. Progressive is another word that rebranded as progressive going back to the Wilsonian era when they openly admitted they were fascists. Mm-hmm. When, the, when, when Mussolini and, and even Hitler, before they came into their nefarious shadow years, recognized us as fascism and envied the fascist regime in Washington. Nothing good comes from fascism. We need to push back on it instead of embracing it. So you you see a company doing the will of the government because they can't get it passed through the legislature? Don't buy their products. Mm-hmm. Starve them. Starve them into oblivion. Don't buy their stocks. Don't put them in your portfolio. Don't be selfish enough to say everybody else should do it, but I won't because it benefits me. Mm-hmm. Now, we're running out of time here. We've got about a minute left, so in the minute that we've got left, I just realized why those people don't want to be seen with Biden in Pennsylvania. I just saw the latest popularity number there, 32%. That's lower than Georgia, 32%. And again, and again I'm going to say that's being gracious. Probably. I'm going to say that's, I'm going to, that's being gracious. Right now, the hard left in this country is just about 13.2%. Mm-hmm. When you look at the when you look at the polls about the the draconian COVID things that they want to put into place, like taking kids away from their parents and parents don't get inoculated, that's the hard left. Mm-hmm. And when you have people like AOC from the hard left starting to question Biden, you got to believe his popularity is really more below twenty percent. Mm-hmm. So where did these eighty one million or you know million people go that mm-hmm. voted for him? Well, you know the congressional. Uh, popularity. Uh, let's see, the number of people, Americans that approve of Congress's job performance is now down to 18%. A little bit closer to that 13.2, isn't it? Yep. A little bit closer to that 13.2. So you want to make a change? Make a change. Start looking at the way that your representative actually voted instead of what they they shovel to you every election cycle. Look at the way they voted. If they voted like a far leftist, boot them out. Okay, well, stay warm. Here comes the music, and Sunday's going to be the big one. We'll see what happens. Monday morning, we'll all be recuperating, so I'll talk to you on Monday. You stay low and stay warm. You betcha, my friend. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. The website, check it out. You found it, the most listened to radio program in the overnights, the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Lock it in and join the Captain's Army.
You're listening to Underground USA. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 